Picnic Table Society, a ragtag group of people in recovery that live by Rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Your recovery is your journey. Get engaged, try new things, and have fun with it. Yo, maestro. Intro, please. You can't steal second with your foot on first. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Picnic Table Society. My name is Joe, along with Aaron and Jeff. We got a guest this morning. What's going on, guys? What's up? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Man, I woke up and I was in a great mood. I did my prayer meditation and I looked at ESPN and the New York Yankees got spanked out the playoffs by the Boston Red Sox did last they? night. Oh, they That's got awesome. spanked. Yeah, yeah. No, one one of their guys. Like, Fuck the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe and I are diehard New York Met fans, like real Met fans, not like fair weather fans where you jump on that bandwagon like basically everybody in New York did in 1996 or whatever. You know, there was Way one before my time. Oh, God. Yeah. And they're no, complaining. No, no, no. We, we go back to the Daryl Strawberry days. Oh, yeah. That's mean? why we became addicts. Daryl Strawberry and That's Dwight funny. Gooden. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bunch right. of blow on the table. But one guy in the Yankees um, hit two balls last night that were 420 feet. And the fans are complaining. Well, if they were playing at Yankee Stadium, they would have been home runs. Give me an effing break. That's what's wrong with the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we got Eli on this morning as a yes, guest. What's do. up, Eli? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, enjoying the sober life and just tired of being a piece of. You say what you want. <laughs> okay, yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, it feels feels good being a a normal human being. That's right. That's Doing good. The right thing. So know. Jojo, let me tell you. I think Jeff knows. So what's up? I've known Eli for a little over a year now, right? And um, unfortunately, he wanted to do some more experimenting, so he went back out there. And let me tell you how this kid would listen to every single one of our episodes when he was drinking, right? And, uh, and then he would call me and he'd oh, say, Aaron, it. you guys are doing so great on the podcast. Was it like a drunk dial? Oh, yeah, yes, oh, it was. That's awesome. yes, it was. That is fantastic. I, just, I, I want to change Aaron, but and I'd be like, Eli, are you ready yet? I'll come get you. Are you ready? No. And then he'd call me about a week later, same thing. And then finally he called me and here he sits. Dude, oh, you should have told us. We would have like zoomed you in on a phone call. Oh, like, yeah. But, you know what I mean? It was, it when was, you're like nine beers deep already. It, it was just crazy. I mean, being being wasted and enjoying people talking about being sober and stuff. <laughs> That's pretty, usually it's like the opposite. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just kind of partying in my room, fucking down in uh, liquor yeah. and just listening to y'all. And it was pretty badass. It's almost wow. like, hey, man, when I was in New York and, and, you know, I drank every single time I did a drug. But, man, I did a lot of drugs, especially cocaine. And, yo, in the middle of the night. When I was home and there was nowhere else to go, I'd have that freaking eight ball on the table. I'd be putting on intervention, watching intervention, thinking about maybe I should make that call. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I overreacted. That's terrible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. That's good stuff right there. Eli, what's your sobriety date, man? Um, I will have three months yeah. on Friday. Three cool. months on nice. Friday. And just so everybody knows, Eli is one of the residents here. And when we have one of the residents come on, we always ask their sponsors first to get approval. And we only bring on residents that are absolutely doing the deal and leading by example around here. And uh, let me tell you all how proud I am of Eli. I mean, to be honest with you, and Todd will tell you the same, uh, we didn't think you were going to make it. <laughs> wait, pause there, Jeff. Eli, can you tell us what actually happened the night before you actually got a bed in Jabba 
What did Jeff tell you to do if you really wanted to mm-hmm. stay sober and stay at Java Club? Um, he said, uh, I don't trust you, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to uh, take you right in. So if you really want it, you're going to have to sleep at the park on the ground for the night and walk up to the 7 a.m. meeting. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And the whole night, I, I was uh, paranoid, thinking crackheads were going to mess with me. I saw a big-ass owl playing <laughs> right beside me. And it, it freaked me out. But the whole time, I mean, I, I had a lot of time to think over the night. And I was like, right now, I can make two decisions. I can take the rest of my money and walk down to the dope man's house and keep on ruining my life or I can do this simple thing and better my life. So that's what I did and I, I, I'm so happy. Yeah, man. And you know, one thing I've noticed running this place four and a half years here is when the guys come in here and they're extroverts, they actually go and talk to the other guys and hang out with the other guys and participate in things. Yo, those guys make it, man. We got a ton of them. And Eli's one of those guys. But uh, right before you were here, you don't have to say the name of the other halfway house. You were in another halfway house. Would you like to tell us what happened? From what I gather, and I could be wrong, you came to a meeting here. Mm-hmm. You left during the meeting, and you went up the block. Would you like to continue? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. Um, well, what happened is uh, I got Aaron and my buddy Caleb to uh, – they they drove five hours, five hours mm-hmm. down to come get me from where, where I was staying. And I could have drove my car, but I was wasted 24-7, so I, I, I couldn't do that. So – Caleb showed up to my house, my, my landlord's sitting there and stuff, and I'm just stumbling around the house, and Caleb has to pack up my, my stuff for me. And uh, we, we, uh, we're, we're going down the road. I'm having alcoholic seizures. I'm having seizures in the car, so he has to drop me off at detox, and I get out of detox. Aaron, Caleb, come and get me. So they take me to uh, 4th Street, and I'm, I think I'm there for about an hour and uh, Caleb's going to get a shower for the meeting, and he's like, hey, I'll be back in a minute. And I'm going through my stuff to to get my clothes, and he forgot to take this little liquor bottle that was mm. in one of my pockets. Ooh, and, nice. And I have, I, I just have it in my hand, and me being an alcoholic, I just I just couldn't throw it away. I, I had to down that. Phenomenon of crazy. And, uh, and Caleb, right. Caleb walks in. And I'm puking all over his floor, and weirdly, my nose is bleeding, too. Mm. So there's blood all over the ground, and I just look at Caleb, and I'm like, fuck, I did it again, man. (laughs) (laughs) Only took me an hour. (laughs) And so we we get to Jabba, Aaron's telling her story, and like I'm I'm just so messed up in the head, like, what did I just do? So I, I couldn't get myself to go into the meeting, and I was just disgusted with myself. So Aaron comes outside, and she's like, you really like you you weren't in there and stuff and uh and I didn't know her her grandma just passed away and like it was just too much for me mm. so I just started walking down the street like I, I just couldn't take it started walking down the street and I get to the liquor store parking lot Caleb pulls up and he's like this is your last chance man and I just told him you I mean I already made up my mind y'all might right, as well right. ride down the street right yeah now. And I go and get me some liquor. Um, is that in the Wacko's parking lot? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's call it Wacko's parking lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wacko, Everybody knows that know? place. Yeah. So, so from there, I mean, I, I go full throttle. It starts with a drink, and then I'm wanting some crack, and from there I'm wanting some meth. I'm wanting everything, you know? 
So I'm like, I don't know any hookups around here. So uh, let's go talk to some homeless people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they know where to get it. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, so it takes one homeless person. Like, I just go up to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's up, man? I'm Eli. Like, it literally takes two minutes to be like, so, so where the dope at? You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he takes me across the train tracks oh. into the woods. He's like, okay, this is, this is how we're going to get it. You sit over here. I know it's weird, but this is. How- <laughs> I know it's weird, <laughs> but but don't, don't mind this knife I have with no, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but usually you like go up to to the dude's door, you call him. But how they did it is this dude's always in the woods in the dark, and he uh, flickers a flashlight to his customers, and they have to flick it back, and they have to like find each other in the woods. <laughs> This yeah. is crazy. Yo, yeah. I just used to dial a number and wait for delivery, exactly. man. I just walked right into the projects, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like a grocery store in <laughs> there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, he comes back, and um, I'm happy because the bag's fat as hell, you know? <laughs> and um, and I'm like, hey, you want to go to the Emerson Inn? So uh, we're, we're chilling in there for a few days. And, um, <laughs> for a few days. <laughs> and, uh, and this dude's having uh, like alcoholic withdrawals. He needs alcohol really bad. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the store, get you some alcohol real quick. But my, my first thought was, I'm going to try to get me some more crap. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So I, I talked to this dude, and he's like, hey, man, yeah, yeah I'll take you to it. Just uh, get in the car. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go down and get it. So he waits till we get to McDuff, a really hood-ass area. And uh, his buddy puts a Glock into my head, and he's like, give me your wallet, give me all your shit. And, uh, and your sneakers. I, I was going to say, don't forget the Jordans. Don't forget the sneakers. <laughs> don't forget them. Okay, the, the Jordans, yes. too. And, and from, <laughs> That's and, major because there's a later part to this story. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, from there, they're going about 15 miles per hour, and he's like, you better jump out of my car before I blow your brains out. So I jump out of the car. I'm barrel rolling down the street and stuff, and... uh and then I call Caleb up. I'm like, hey, man, I know you're probably not too happy with me, but uh, can you come get me? I uh, just got robbed. I'm really scared. I'm in the hood. And uh, he comes and picks me up. We go back to Emerson Inn. And he's like, dude, like, don't you want to like uh, get this second chance, try to get sober again? And I got my stash at the hotel, so I'm like, I appreciate it, but I got something to do. I, I just needed a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just needed a he ride. He knew better than to call me. <laughs> That's right. So um, from there, uh, it was a good thing I got my wallet stolen from me, so I, I didn't, I couldn't get my money all my mm. credit cards were in there so i mean that's that's god working in, in weird absolutely ways like i've that. been there so uh we're, we're out of the hotel so i'm just kind of living off of the street for for about a day or two and um chilling with the homeless people you know and like they 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 had some they had some dope so it got to a point to where i i, I had about a gram left and i shot a whole gram of meth and I walked out into an intersection, and I was ready to die. Mm-hmm. Like, like I literally waited till the fastest car was coming, and I jumped in the middle of the freeway and closed my eyes. And what's weird is I've, I've been in so many situations where I wanted to die. I was just too chicken shit to pull the trigger. But at that point, I literally closed my eyes, and I was okay with getting just smacked by a car. And I just remember closing my eyes, and I feel the wind go right beside my, my, my face. And it missed me. It missed me by just a little bit. But at, at that point, I wanted to live after that. So 
I called the cops on myself. Nice. <laughs> I called the police department. I was like, please come get me. Mm-hmm. Like before before I do something stupid. So they came and got me and uh they they didn't arrest me or anything. They just brought me up to River Point and I got some help there and I got out. And at that point I had two decisions to, to keep on living the way I was or try to get some help. So I walked like thirty minutes up to Alco. They wouldn't take me in, so I tried calling other places. They were full, so I was like, who can I call? And I called Erin, and she came and got me. She got in touch with you, and from there, it was sleeping in a fucking park for a night. Yeah, and and let, let me tell you, man, I, like you hear us, we're laughing when Eli's telling that story, and that's one of the gifts of this program of recovery we're in. We could have fun with it now because we're all doing the deal right now, doing the right thing, well, staying we, clean and sober. Well, we get it. Yes, and that we could relate and yeah. we get it. I relate. My stepson, this is how I could relate. My stepson on my, my last run took my wallet and I had like $1,600 put on there for my financial aid. Thank God he took that. I could relate to you walking in the middle of a highway during my first divorce in 2000. Yeah, I was so broken up about it. I walked across the highway in Queens, New York, hoping a car would hit me, and it didn't. You, you know, so I could relate to all this stuff, and we found a solution, and we found a way out. But th- that's the joy of this program, man. We could laugh about this because we all have a story that needs to be told. And if you're out there listening, don't think we're laughing about this. We're, we're laughing about it because we could all relate, and we know there's a way out. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, yeah, it's it's funny now, but I remember that day Eli's talking about when I came out from telling my story, and I could just see in his face he wasn't done, and it was an emotional day for me already, and I mean, I was in the parking lot here just bawling my eyes out watching him walk away, you know, I laugh about it now, but, you know, Eli's probably the first person that I, I've come close to, and that, like... I got to see them do good, and then I got to see them start doing bad, and then them leave and, and and be with them over the phone while they're out there, and then watch them come back in. You know, so it was it was really touch and go there for a little bit. And let's think about how God has worked in Eli's life. Okay, so so first of all, we take Caleb in. Eli mentioned Caleb a couple of times. We take Caleb in from down south, right? He comes in here. He does the deal. He's about nine months clean and sober. And um, I refer him to take the managerial position at 4th Street, one of the managerial positions. So we send him over there. If he's not over there, if he doesn't meet you, I this it, the whole chain of events here. God has set the table for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. we got to remember these things to stay grateful. True that. You wearing sneakers right now? You got some? No, I'm, I'm living the flip flops. Oh, he's got life. the flip flops. There <laughs> okay, we go. So That's what I'm talking about. I'm so about. glad that you made that segue, oh, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because we said down. we'd come down. It, it's not your fault. It's, uh, we, we come back <laughs> it's to <someone's> it. It's not fault. <laughs> yeah. So, so obviously, Eli just shared about how uh, he, he got jacked for his Jordans up in a car, right? So, Eli's here for like five days. Five days well, like and three, three, <laughs> and we had just moved another guy in. I think the same exact day. We won't describe him. We won't say his name. Okay. It just so happens, for some reason, Eli thought it was a good idea to make a deal with him for his other pair of sneakers, <laughs> and the guy didn't give him the money, and we had to kick that guy out real quick. And that guy showed up the next day trying to find Eli to choke him out. 
wearing Eli's sneakers. So Eli lost two pairs of sneakers. Damn. <laughs> Got yeah. you for another pair. That's why I just wear flip-flops. No. Well, How about sneakers? <laughs> just, just give up. Yeah. You could get those, you know, those hospital socks with like the grip on the bottom. Oh, I got some. Yeah. I got, I, I got yeah. plenty of those. Oh my goodness. Jill and Jerry W. They gave me a bunch of them because I love them so much. Matter of fact, I got a pair in the truck right now because the new guy needs stuff. I brought him a pair. Watch. You're going to see some hospital socks after this meeting. Hospital socks. That's right. That's right. Don't steal the hospital socks. That's Eli. good stuff, man. <laughs> so you've been here for how long now? Um, three months. Up on three months. Yeah. Three months. Okay, good, good. Three months. He's got a sponsor. He's working the steps. He's involved in service work. He does the coffee bar when asked. He goes to his meetings. He's got a great job with other people who work there who are in recovery. Uh, plenty of those guys there. Let me ask you this, <laughs> yeah. Eli. What's different this time? Because you had, you had nine... Now, you were right below a year. a year when you left the first time. So what's different this time? Um, I mean, this time, like, I don't know. There was things There was things in my life that, that stressed me out. There was a job that I didn't want to work. Um, there was just things I was doing that really did harm my sobriety, and I wasn't taking them too seriously. I just let them ride. And it finally got to a point to where they all just kind of it was it was too much for me. And uh, this time, like I, I started out with the same job that caused me so much grief. And I, I thought to myself, like, you need to get this thing from the beginning. So I quit that job. I got me a good job, you know, and the other halfway house. It wasn't like this one. This one's the best one in the city because there's always a meeting to go to. There's no excuses for not going to a meeting. I mean, the the guys are great, and I don't know. It's just it, it, it's a different kind of family here because, and 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 that one, I'm not gonna say too much. It sometimes it felt like it was it was a little more about like money and and letting in people that shouldn't shouldn't be there. I'm not gonna go into that, but this place does not care about money. I mean, straight straight up, and I'm just doing all the right things this time. That's and, right. And I mean, above that, I just didn't have enough pain yet. I mean, really, ah, you th- there you go. There you That's go. it. <clears throat> I get it. You weren't. Yep. You weren't done yet. No, it's but, that but pain. I truly thought. I truly thought I was done yet. And it's it, it's crazy because for nine months, nine months, I was on this this cloud, this limelight. You know, like I, I was so happy. I didn't think about drugs, and literally in the snap of a finger, like. I, I felt like I was already using. I felt like I was already high. And Were you working the steps with a sponsor at that yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. I was on like step 11. With the know? same sponsor now? Yeah, same sponsor okay. now. David S. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Just wasn't done yet. Just no. wasn't done. Well, That's what it. old man Dave used to tell me that all the time. He's, he's Dave passed, K? Yeah, he's passed yeah. away now and stuff, but he used to say that shit all the time. You know, he'd see somebody with... 30 days go back out and just say he wasn't done yet. He'd see somebody with 15 years go back out and just mm-hmm. say, well, I guess he wasn't done, you know? Mm-hmm. So what step are you on now, Eli? I'm on step six and seven. Oh, boy. I, I could help you with that. I could tell you a bunch of your character defects. <laughs> you always yeah, can tell funny. somebody yeah. about their character defects, Jeff. Yeah. I like the skeletons on this shirt, but I'm, it's, re, it's a really trippy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. I, I get asked all the time at gas stations, hey, you know where to get some butt? <laughs> <laughs> some butt? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, where are you from originally? Um, I'm from North Georgia. North Georgia. Are you a, like, are you a skater? Yeah, yeah. I'm a skater. You are. 
straight. You got thug, like you know? kind of that skater. <laughs> you got like that kind of skater Tony Hawk vibe going on. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Yeah. He and went to sleep at the skate park <laughs> and he was nervous. <laughs> no, no, hey man. And the weird and the weird thing is 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 uh, I, I lived in in the country my whole life, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll hear a little bit of the country come come out in me sometimes. But like I was just raised on nwa run dmc oh, all, yeah. all, all that shit so like <laughs> 100 I, miles and I, running you see I, this guy <laughs> I, I was in a school funny. with a bunch of with a bunch of hicks you know with a bunch of uh kids that were all country and stuff and i i just felt i felt different because honestly it was just it was kind of annoying to me when they were like hey uh Go out yonder to get this. I'm like, where the fuck is yonder at? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Can, can you do like that two step dance that, that that guy does? That was a YouTube sensation. No, I only do the Soldier Boy, bro. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> <laughs> yo, this, that's pretty good. <laughs> Security, <laughs> right? All right. Well, we're about out of time here. Thanks everybody for listening, Eli. Thank you for thank uh, you, sharing Eli. with us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. Christmas is right around the corner. Maybe you'll get a pair of sneakers or something. Yeah. Like he that. already got a pair of sneakers. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell anybody who gave them to you. Where are they? You didn't sell them, did you? <laughs> no, I doubt you got some crack upstairs. That's pretty good. <laughs> but um, anyways, no, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Jeff. And um, yeah. Thank you, Joe. I try. I yeah, try. whatever, Joe. Somebody's got to press the uh, on button. Yeah. That's about all I do. But anyways, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right, take care.